Earthlings, welcome to Astronomy with Disha. This is your host Disha and this is the very first episode of my channel and today I'll be talking about space, the basic. Now, what is space? Space is the boundless three-dimensional extent in which objects and events have relative position and direction. Meaning, space is something that doesn't have a boundary. The objects present here have their own position and direction. So, for example, let us take dust particles. They have their own direction where they are traveling along with their own magnitude. Generally, in physics, magnitude relates to distance or quantity. It shows the direction or size that is absolute or relative in which an object moves in the sense of motion. I guess most of us know this. It's basic ninth grade thing, you know. So I explained space to you. But wait, what I explained was something that you already know. All of you. So, does that conclude I'm not going to talk about anything interesting today? No. Let me explain. Space is everywhere. It is in the universe and also right beside you. But today, we'll not talk about the space right beside you. We'll specifically know what outer space is. We'll talk about what it is, what it contains, how it does, and we'll talk about those things that it contains. All very simply. That's because the motto of this channel is to spread astronomy among all ages, to make you understand the importance and essence of this subject, and to make you love it. So let's begin. What is outer space? Outer space is the expanse that exists beyond Earth and between celestial bodies. Outer space is not completely empty. It is a hard vacuum containing a low density of particles, predominantly a plasma of hydrogen and helium, as well as electromagnetic radiation, magnetic fields, neutrinos, dust and cosmic rays. Okay. You'll get the same thing if you google it. And I believe most of you understood this. So let us go deeper then. So we just now heard that outer space exists beyond earth and between celestial bodies. So does that mean between say megalonic cloud and Andromeda galaxy there's no space? Of course there is. Now understand the things this way. Whatever you talk about, stars, planets, black holes, nebulas, even galaxies, everything lies in space. Space has it all. Space is a word with vast meaning. It's vacuum. There's no atmosphere, of course, hence everything seems black. Closer object seems bluer and farther object seems redder. We call it blue shift and red shift. It simply helps to find out the position of an object. The object that is in outer space, of course. Okay, now the space between stars 
are called interstellar space and what sits in between galaxies are called intergalactic space. The intergalactic space leads us to cosmic history that includes the creation of stars, black holes, galaxies and even our universe, the whole of it. According to Google, it's vast and empty. But is it really empty? If not, then what exists there? Why and how do they exist? Basically, you can't call anything empty when you got regular matters out there existing in gaseous form. So in a galactic space, being empty is out of question now. Now, what other things is there, you ask? Stars. Intergalactic stars. The Hubble Space Telescope has been feeding us with a lot of very cool and mesmerizing pictures of intergalactic stars, you know. So, how are they out there? You thought stars exist inside a galaxy, right? Yes, you're absolutely right. Then, what are they doing in between galaxies? It is exactly what you are thinking. Well, if you are thinking anything to begin with, they all were once a part of a galaxy, but now they aren't. Probably the galaxy died and they survived. They aren't a part of the galaxy anymore, whatever be the reason. They are called stellar outcasts. You can simply call them intergalactic stars though. Interesting, no? So what happens out there? You already know that there's gas and stars. The gas that is out there cools down and becomes denser. Okay, natural. But this doesn't stop. What? It continues getting denser and denser until gravity pulls it back. Okay, but back to where? Back into a galaxy. And you know, you can probably hear the crying of baby stars, if they ever cried. So the gist is, gravity condenses the gas to form stars. Billions of years later, the star kicks the gas out of the galaxy. The gas cools down, gets denser and denser until gravity pulls it back into the galaxy and new stars are formed again. Quite the same when you didn't finish your homework and mom kicked you out of the house and then dad pulled you back in because you never stopped crying. Childhood memories, you know? Okay, jokes apart. Well, you may ask, is in a galactic travel possible? Theoretically speaking, I don't think it's impossible. But with the technology we have today, we are practically far off from traveling to say a lost galaxy. The recently invented one, you know. But if all of you decide to help, I know the table will turn around. 
And just imagine how amazing it will be when you and I will travel from say Milky Way to Candice Major or Draco 2 to go to some concert of a singer out there. So, you ready? Let's try to light the dark earthlings. This podcast was brought to you by Disha. Keep an eye for the upcoming episodes. Thank you.